Dark Tales presents Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to session zero of Spelljammer Light of Xerixis, which is at least how I'm going to pretend that it is pronounced. Um, so, uh, hi, everybody. I'm your Dungeon Master, Kelly. I use he and him, and I'm excited to be here today because we are doing the beginning of Spelljammer, which uh, just dropped last night on my doorstep, actually, and I'm very excited <laughs> to be doing dropped. this. Literally dropped on my doorstep. I finished up our game of Call of the Netherdeep and went outside, and I had a box out there. Um, along with was it delivered you know, by like mysterious space ravens uh it might have been delivered yeah. by dragons because it also came with this book that i i feel like i'm reading this for some reason i don't know why but maybe i'll find out on <laughs> december 6th um all right so hey everybody welcome this is a session zero of uh Spelljammer. so we're doing dungeons and dragons talk we have already pre-built the characters this is the episode where we're going to talk about how to do a session zero how we're doing a session zero and preparing for the upcoming campaign that's going to begin on sunday the 28th uh, this game is going to run bi-weekly on Sundays, uh, except for the, I think the first two weeks it runs like boom, boom, just to get like a little bit of hype. Uh, and then we're going bi-weekly. And, uh, but we're going to be talking a lot about that as we go. Um, if you've never done a session zero before, what we basically do is talk about the campaign and talk about what we want to do and how we want to work together to make this the best campaign possible. Hopefully, if you're watching this and you've never done one of these before, you might find them to be useful. Um, so, uh, first of all, what is Dork Tales? If you are here for the first time, Dork Tales is a bunch of nerds, predominantly in the Pacific Northwest of Canada, who like to play role-playing games, tell good stories, and, and are pretty good friends, and welcome. Yeah, maybe you'll be one of us someday. Um, you can find us everywhere <laughs> that Dork Tales are sold, including podcast, uh, Twitch, YouTube, uh, and our Discord, which you can find the link below or in the chat if you're watching live on Twitch right now. Uh, what is Spelljammer? So Spelljammer is a Dungeons and Dragons setting that kind of takes place in wild space in the Astral Sea. Basically, it is what if pirates and seafaring naval adventure, but space. So it's not sci-fi, but it's space, and that's okay. It doesn't need to be sci-fi, because for longtime viewers of the channel know, I'm not good at running sci-fi. I get, I freeze up <laughs> when there's hard science, but when it's like, I don't know, ship's got air, it's open, you can like look up at the sails, you can climb the rigging, there's air somehow. Magic. I am yeah, magic bullshit, Star Wars bullshit. I am all about that. Treasure um, planet bullshit. Treasure. This is basically treasure planet. It's treasure. It's like a low tech treasure planet. This, this, okay. is, this is why I'm here. This is why you're here. Um, so minor spoiler warning, of course, we are going to talk about spoilers, not the ones on the back of your car, but some of the ones from Light of Xerixis. Uh, we are going to be not talking about very many of them, though, because these players are all going to be going in semi new and fresh unawares yeah i don't want to spoil it for you and guys but knows? but if you want to play this game and not know anything like not even like know what a dungeon or a dragon is maybe click off right now um or just leave it playing in the background if you want to help the algorithm uh but we are going to talk about mild spoilers so this session is going to be about um all of our character interactions, kind of what the campaign is going to be about, our scheduling, any issues that we might have, and just kind of things that are going to make this function smoother. We're also going to, um, of course, like I said, be running every other Sunday. Uh, and those are going to be up on, on Twitch on the Sunday, obviously, but they're going to be up, I guess, on Tuesday on our YouTube then for about 48 hours later. And then 
about a week later, it'll be up on our podcast, which you should be able to find anywhere that you get your podcasts. Uh, look up Dork Tales, give us a follow, give us a five-star review. I might use your name in an episode. And um, yeah, and if you can't find the podcast, let me know. Um, yes, just chat. D&D does have dragons. It's not just being dis not disturbed. Um, so, and with that, let's go around real quick. And I want you to each... Tell me a little bit of something about yourself so the chat gets to know you. So I'll start off. Like I said, I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm Kelly. I'm an Aquarius. Uh, he, him. And uh, I am a writer, performer, sometimes Batman voice actor, and uh, a general all-around nerd that's in charge of this circus. So that's fun. Um, I'm going to pass the baton over to Amy. Hello, I am Amy. I use she, her, they, them pronouns. I'm a Scorpio, because apparently we're doing that. The and sexiest sign. I, not really, but I mean, someone thinks that. I don't know. That's weird. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, I am now derailed. Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> Good job. Um, uh, you can find me in the chat or and uh, occasionally streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash paradoxical cool. And I edit research papers. That's what I do. And That's... I'm in a lot of games here. And mostly. soon to be more. Sure. Probably. Always. Knowing knowing you. Maybe. We'll see. Depends. Right. Depends on the game. Depends on the game. Anything yeah. else you want to toss in? Uh, I don't know. Uh, chat looks like it's hopping, and I'm excited for this game and my character. Sounds great. We're going to talk about that in just a sec. So, Krista. Hello, uh, I'm Krista. I use uh, I, I feel like I'm just going to repeat Amy because I use they, them, and she, her pronouns. Uh, I'm a Scorpio. Uh, the sexiest <laughs> sign. The sexiest sign. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm super stoked to be here. Um, I joked that it was because of... Um, uh, uh, I joked that it was because of Treasure Planet vibes, but really it's because of these people, and I'm very excited to play with all of them. Uh, much, much, much stoked. Uh, and uh, yeah, welcome everybody in new people in the chat that are coming here from other games and finally watching uh news so yes i love it uh welcome we love having you here go go to our discord if you're not already yeah seriously it's a really lovely place um take your shoes off as you go in though we've got a rule um all right down we've got the spare slippers for everyone though we got spare slippers don't worry they're all shaped like your favorite animal whatever it is um yes even that one uh let's pass down to cat all right, talking about favorite animals, I'm uh, one of the bunnies in chat. I am uh, I'm Kat at twitch.tv slash Captain Starbun. I am a trans girl VTuber primarily. Um, and I have been in Dorktales for a while. I've been in lots of games in Dorktales. And I'm especially excited for this one when Kelly mentioned Treasure Planet vibes. So, aha. And I am a Virgo. The sexiest sign. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> and I use she, her pronouns. Nice. All right, passing it over one to Millie, also known as. Uh, hi, it's me, Millie. I'm the other trans girl bunny VTuber in the stream because we're particularly good at this. Uh, you can find me doing cozy company content over at Twitch.tv slash bunnyhearted and wherever bunnies are found. Um, I am a Gemini, the double sexiest sign I'll have, you know, because there's two of me, maybe. Uh, and I'm really quite excited for this game. I love stuff that takes D&D &D and goes somewhere non-standard with it. And I really, really love the sort of like ether space, treasure planet, 
you know, pirate ships in an asteroid belt kind of kind of thing. I think it's going to be mm. really, really fun. And I've been looking forward to this for so long. So I am delighted to be here. Nice. And finally, We're last but not least. here. Right. Um, last but not least, in the corner that he picked for himself, Mike. <laughs> no one puts Michael in the corner except Michael. Michael yes. put himself in the corner. Hi, everyone. It's me, Michael. He, him pronouns. And... I am Dirktail's resident graphic designer and the creator of all these awesome frames. And so I'm framing all of my friends for something that I haven't done yet. That's true. Uh, probably a whole bunch of things I have done already. But That's true. Uh, I'm, let's see, I'm a Leo. I am the uh, sexiest. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just had my birthday. It's the, the big 5 0. So it, it's. Happy yay. birthday. Wait, was it? I thought you had one Thank more year. You. No, no, this was a, it was nice. <laughs> you, you're, you're so, like halfway to a century, man. You only got halfway to go. I know. If I was a fruit fly, I'd be dead already. Like many times. <laughs> oh. Now you know what an elf feels like, though. Now you know what an elf feels like. If I was, if I was a human, I'd be dead by now. <laughs> 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 and uh, let's see, I'm a uh, full-time graphic designer. So this is kind of my weekend gig where I get to hang out with friends and make cool stuff even cooler so here i am here to party mike mike makes us look good um all right so folks <laughs> we're gonna go and talk about characters right now so um we had the the ignoble um in order to get this out pretty much as soon as we could and in order to to commission our artist kiyoshuki who is an amazing artist if you ever need any work done look up kiyoshuki um there will be a credit uh at the end of the episode if you're watching on youtube uh but amazing artist uh very reasonably priced and does phenomenally fast work um wow. but even so right amazing. so fast um so good so fast so furiously good um and uh so we had to create characters slightly before when any details of the book came out because wizards of the coast was really really tight on leaks this time and we're not on their on their press list like we are with free league step up wizards <laughs> <laughs> If the Scandinavians couldn't let us have it, you should too. Y'all um, are even on the coast. What what are they waiting for? You're I like know. right there. That's because I'm not a wizard. <laughs> that's, that's what? Fair. That's fair. You've been no, lying to me. You're not a what? I'm not a I'm not well, I'm not a wizard or a lizard. But, but I'm working but on it. But the sorting hat and everything. <laughs> that was just a baseball cap I bought in Tofino. Damn it. <laughs> All right. They're also gullible. It's a, it's a good hat. Um, oh, so you're going to talk about your characters. Um, now, we have two ways to do this. You can either tell me a little bit about your character, kind of this, the general pitch of who they are, because I know I've asked you to kind of keep them as like a touch of a blank slate for background purposes, for like so that we could wedge them into whatever spot Spelljammer picked. Uh, and here's the minor spoiler that I'm going to say, or so stop right now if you don't want a spoiler. Um, we were expecting this game to take place in space, but it's not. From the beginning, you start on a planet and then kind of end up in space, partially by accident so uh the fact that you were all playing spacefaring people from the start might not be something we want to keep this is you wild might want to... the astral plane right it's, I mean... it's it's kind of wild beyond the Witchlight with pirates like it's pretty good that's the only thing that wild beyond the Witchlight needed um yeah so so as as you're looking at this Talk about your character as much as possible. Um, I can also suggest some background things that would fit with the story, or we could all talk about this like together in a few minutes. What do you think is best? Together I, or separate? We, 
I like together because we were talking like about how we wanted to be a sort of preformed crew. So yeah, agreed. Okay, that sounds good. So why don't we go in reverse order uh, from what we we just did? So let's start with Mike. Mike, you tell me about your character. Who's Rack? I'm scared. No, like <laughs> before before we started this, we were kind of joking about this being like a daycare and how it's nap time. And I immediately piped up and said, no, I want to finger paint because my character is essentially the, I don't know, the rebel of the group. Uh, I based the character largely on my kitten. So uh, I'm playing a uh, goblin, goblin mutant, because he's red colored for some reason. Not entirely sure why. I'm sure we'll figure that out. Yeah, maybe the entire time. And uh, he is a monk of the open hand. But he doesn't actually use his hands. He he's all a foot guy, so clunks around with big steel-toed boots and does a lot of kicking of people, which is unfortunate because he's only three foot seven. So the most of the guy. kicking is most of the kicking is like below the waist. Shin kicks hurt. Yeah, that's a you're just the knee. Yeah. A lot of ankle related. Yeah. <laughs> Ankles, knees, and as no hard, high as he can hit with a high kick. I think his his catchphrase is going to be "walk it off." Um, <laughs> all right. Um, Millie, tell us about Tana Starbell. Sure. So Tana Starbell is both a fantastic name, um, and an astral elf. Um, I think that she is an astral elf exile, which is how she got here. I think that this is something that could work okay for, for not being from space, coming from the astral plane and just being mm-hmm. like, well, I'm on dirt now. That's neat. Um, character wise, she is a seeker warlock, which means her patron is sort of the idea of going out to find cool stuff nice. uh, and that comes with all sorts of fun and interesting and very on theme abilities i'm very much picturing her as a like utility caster with a little bit of damage to be spicy nice that sounds great um cat tell us about cheshire all right so cheshire is a glitchling um and the way that i've <laughs> which is like the Ch- one race that didn't end up in the book because it's from that brand new thing that they're doing uh, they're they're seeding uh, some other campaign setting with glitchlings, but they seem like they would fit well enough into this. Well, the, the especially funny thing is, is like I had zero picture references for what a glitchling should be based on. I it just said a humanoid with wings made out of kind of magic-y stuff. Um, and so I'm just like... Magical anime girl? Ooh. Magical anime girl, because, I mean, obviously we all know me. I love my yeah, anime I girls. Mean, well, yeah, um, of course. Because I am one. Uh, so she is a glitchling druid circle of the stars. Nice. Um, and I'm kind of picturing her um, as very much of a up close and um, fun uh, fighter. Not fighter class, obviously, but uh, scrapper, uh, scrapper, and I'm thinking kind of like how you hear the odd story of like these insanely smart teenagers, for instance, may accidentally making like nuclear reactors in their back sheds. I'm oh dear, kind of imagining that's kind of how she was created because it's glitchlings are magical construct things. Um, so I'm kind of imagining like some like young like wizard type was experimenting with magic one day in their backyard and poof, uh, girl. 
Okay, who made Cheshire? Good Are you question. like a Powerpuff girl? Sugar, spice, trans vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I Do you mean... have two siblings? No. Did you... <laughs> no. Okay, no. Maybe. <laughs> I'm I'm in this photo and I like it. <laughs> Sugar, you need a spice. familiar so you can... therapy. <laughs> You, what you need is you need like familiar and then for your sibling just to be a very small version of you. <laughs> I got all the it's just like it's the Schwarzenegger DeVito shift, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are twins. Accurate. <laughs> Chemical astradial. Yes. Macro, that's what I said. I was like, this is very weird science vibe, but I'm here for it. <laughs> it, it, it home, weird science vibe. Heads. There you go. Yeah, okay. that's, that's, yeah, she, I think she's going to be pretty cool, though. I, I have some cool ideas for how she does her wild shape. Fantastic. Um, yeah, the only thing that would have made that better is if you'd gone full Warforged and managed to costume that somehow, and then turned into steel animals. That because would be super cool. You would just be a member of Voltron, then. You're, you're a Literally. <laughs> um, I do have some pretty cool ideas that I think we're going to, that I hope are going to actually come off neat, uh, but we'll see. But she's going to be a lot easier to costume than a Warforged. Nice. Um, and talk to me if you, I saw that you had a really neat necktie on yours. I might have a necktie that can work until you get another one. Sounds good. Because I don't know if you have I'm, a bunch of neckties or you got rid of them when I, you started. I got rid of a lot of my neckties. And for the most part, I was going to like, staple some fabric together to make a costume i think krista might be able to help you before then <laughs> maybe but I, honestly i can give some direction if nothing else i know okay. i've already i've uh, we'll talk about it in a second but i might have bit off a little more than i could chew for yeah myself, i was so wondering we'll about see. that i was wondering about that we'll we'll find out well are you gonna have like a last minute like shift to a different race I, I was going to say, I, if we had a second, uh, I ran and grabbed a thing uh, to show off my backup. Uh, but go ahead, whoever, whoever's next. Okay, do you get to show it off camera or? No, I'll, I'll show it on camera. As, once well, we you're, you're next. After Kat, after uh, you're, you're up. Because we're going oh, reverse. we jumped ahead. Perfect. Hi. Uh, so I'm going to be playing Francis Ponsby. Uh, they're a gif. Um, <laughs> hence, possibly biting off a little more than anticipated uh but uh worst case scenario i am um, i have a bud who will suffice if i get real stuck why can't you just make a like a cloth version of that like as a headdress because it needs structure to move no but think my, of my... like the think of the lion king oh yeah but it's a way it is a way. I already have a massive understructure that just needs things on top of it. Hey um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just a matter if I'm going to be able to see out of it at the moment. But um, worst case scenario, I steal this from my sister because it's very good. That's pretty cute. <laughs> you don't need to see your streaming. He needs a hat. Yeah. He does. I, wouldn't you have a good little hat? He needs a Henley for my... Uh, he, needs a, he needs a Henley. Um, uh, yes, no, Francis. Um, is a uh, very, or, uh, yeah, Francis, they're, they're very um, boisterous uh, and very excited to get in a scuffle, uh, but never like cruel or aggressive about it. Just very excited 
uh, to possibly get a chance to squish someone with their warhammer. Huzzah! Huzzah! Oh. Okay. A jolly good uh, scuffle. Good, yes. A jolly good scuffle. Um, and finally, Amy, tell me a little bit about the unpronounceable... Mool. Moolaplava. <laughs> She's a... They're a plasmoid. Um, barbarian. And I love them a lot. Just it's in slime time! They're, yeah, their, their, their character type is an ooze. And they like to hug people really, really tightly. Um, so there's going to be a lot of grappling. I've decided I don't want to use any weapons, so I went barbarian. And, um, well, actually, that'll be figured out later. Or armor. They might have a tendency to just explode into, like, a blob of slime and... and, and... Do, you, do you have the ability to do damage with your bare hands? Once I apply a certain feat, yes. Okay, yeah, because we're all starting at level 5. So Yeah, uh... this was my plan. My plan was level 4, I take a certain feat, and then I get the unarmed combat stuff, and then they get to apply damage by hugging. Are you, wait, are you are you just this. taking grappler? No. Okay, good. <laughs> all I was like, please don't actually just hug people. Um, Have hugging be an option. No, no, it'll be an option. But basically, <laughs> okay, it'll be an unarmed. It gives a bonus to unarmed combat, specifically. But nice. there's this part of it that applies to grappling damage, okay. specifically. Um, but also, because of being a plasmoid, they get bonuses to, like, grapples and stuff. And what is your your uh, your focus? You are playing so out of everybody. I think you were the only one that suggested a non, like a non yeah. Wizards of the Coast. It was like a. Um, it was a third party, but it was like a one of the a, a reputable ones. third party. Yeah, it was one of the ones I looked at, and I was like, "This is fine. This Path looks of good." The depths um, is yeah. what I went with. So it's um, it doesn't do too too much, but it does have a cool thing where it like can reach out and grab creatures and pull them closer if they're like a certain size range if you succeed on it you're doesn't that, like grapple them or you're one of those gummy hands that you used to get out of coin machines no okay so the other thing about plasmoids is like I, I need to double check if it's true with like the actual official release but it's like mm. they can have a like is this pseudopod or something anyway so, part of them can mm-hmm. can like detach and go and do stuff so i'm like okay you know those little my art blob yeah but also they can just extend and grab. So, and unlike a normal plasmoid, uh, you're playing one that generally kind of looks like themselves. Like they, like this is what plasmoids look like in the book. Yeah, so. You, ha- you have more structure. A little bit, but I don't think they always do. I think when they have to interact specifically with people, they go more structure. And um, I think Solomon but in the chat was saying. on their own time, they probably just hang out and just chill. Solomon okay, in the chat know. was saying that you look like Rimuru Tempest from, uh, from uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, and that's Might pretty have had accurate. Some mild, in, mild inspiration. But you from gotta, that. you gotta, because otherwise gotta. you're just wearing a pillowcase over your head the entire time, right? <laughs> the other inspiration is um, uh, I've been killing slimes for a hundred years or something, and I've reached reach max level. Nice. Um, so the um, the only thing that changed between the pre-release of Plasmoid and the the actual physical release yeah. is a single line that says, "While in humanoid shape, you can wear clothing and armor." Oh, they I just, thought they w- could always do that. They, I think they always could, but they just spelled it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unlike with the it- thri- with the Thrykeen, where they don't specifically say that you can attack with your extra hands, even though you can wield a weapon with them. Like it doesn't say that it adds to your attack sequence. So I think that's a little vague. So I mm. luckily no one's playing an insect person. That's Krista's next character when when the ambition comes back. I mean, if 
if I had the patience to do that kind of costuming, my original when I read the description of the Thrykeen, all I could think was Tholian. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. And okay. and I was full on like if I was able to costume a Tholian, I would one hundred percent do that. Well, save up your costuming budget. We'll make it out. Virus ant. I was thinking that you were going to be an auto gnome, to be honest, Cat. So I'm I'm pretty happy with the glitchling. I, I, I so am I. The auto gnome. That was just, my that was my backup. If I did was think to be I an auto gnome. Yeah. Gift was to be an auto gnome. Okay. All right. So, uh, folks, we're going to talk about a couple things here. So I think that all of you should already know each other. Uh, I have a couple oh, of suggestions. I have a couple of suggestions for characters. Um, so, Cat for Cheshire, I need to know not tonight, but before game one, who your parents are. Okay. Because I, I'm getting kind of a battle angel vibe off of you. You kinda, yeah. Like found in a junkyard, accidentally brought you back to life type of thing. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Hidden memories, maybe. Probably. Um, Millie, as for you, so Astral Elf Exile. Um, because astral elves age even more slowly than normal elves, my question is, are you an exile or were your parents or parents' parents exiles? And then you're like, I feel like, I feel like it's her. Okay. She's screwed up. Screwed up. Got kicked out. She's trying to win her way back in. Okay. Sounds good. So with that, if you want that then you will have a little bit of secret knowledge of the universe. Not too much, because you were probably pretty low level when you got here. So, out of the Spelljammer book, I would suggest for backgrounds, if you've not already picked one, um, there's a fun one right at the... They only give you two backgrounds in the entire book. Uh, but yeah. the one, one I might suggest that you take a look at is Astral Drifter. So, with this one, it's... Um, you were kind of tossed out into the astral astral sea, and um, you actually are twenty d six years older than you look, because you don't age in the astral sea, which I think is pretty right, dope. Of course. Um, you also have uh, you get a feat out of this, which is pretty cool. Um, there's another one called mm -hmm. Wild Spacer, which is where you were raised in the void of wild space. Um, which gives you some cool stuff that too. That one seems a bit too too badass. Uh, that one could be useful. I'd taken Sage as a temporary measure. Well, take take a look at it. It's uh, but I, I, the might, I might swap it out, so we'll okay. we'll see. Uh, I think all right, easy enough to switch them. So, so um, and then Francis, you were you're still going with uh, Krista that Francis was raised by giants, or with giants I or nose giants. Never specifically said giants, but I'm down okay. to be raised by giants. <laughs> Well, for you that, took a was feat. that a thought you had? In, I, oh, well, it's cause, right, because we were so, talking okay, about so yeah, very distant conversations that I understand how you leaked in your head. Uh, so, um, yes, because originally I wanted to take a feat about giant abilities. Um, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's dumb mm. damage is really all it is, which is fun. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it, it does make sense if you because we're we're basing this on Elos, correct? Well, that's, that's my next question actually is, so the way this module works is you start in a seaside town in any world of your choice. So we could pick, you could be starting in Toril. We could, we could be starting in Varicia in Sandpoint in Pathfinder for all I care about, or we could start in Elos. <laughs> if we start in Elos, we'll have to have a brief conversation about what continent. And I've got a bunch of names for a town that we, yeah. that we're going to vote on. 
because I don't think it should be a pre-existing town because we don't really we've been a, we've been around Kmore City a lot recently and I honestly think if Fantasy LA gets hit by what this game starts with it's going to be a problem. I want this to be a tiny town. Mm-hmm. Um so if it is Elos then question. Yeah, it's Kate. Yeah. If we do Elos can can Edegon be Judge's dad? I'm only half kidding. I'm only half squinting. Hold on. There you go. I'm only half squinting my eyes at you. Um, Amy. If we're starting on Elo- Elos, can I have been a worker at Uzi Land where the Ublex? Oble- was it Uzi Land or was it Oblexi Land? I don't I remember. We finished Ooh, ended up with it's in my notes somewhere, but you know, the, the, the Ooze run theme park. That was run by the Oblexes and is. But go back and watch that episode, guys. It's a fantastic episode where they go to a theme park <laughs> ran by oozes because Disney is lawful evil. Prove me wrong. And so are Obluxes. <laughs> it was so good. There were They tried to get a merchandising deal with the PCs because they wanted to get you guys for a Guardians of the Galaxy breakout style attraction. <laughs> oh, my homebrew is so dumb. I love it. Um, I'm going to die. <laughs> Uh, so potentially, okay. Are are we just gonna decide that this is Elos? I I think it'd be fun. Okay, cool. That bit yeah, of time, it'd be really fun. Okay, so it's fun Krista. to launch out of like a, a familiar setting. So. Krista, do you have the list of our gods for your cleric? Uh, I don't currently, um, okay. but I can look that up and and work on that. Um, I can look at a couple of things if you want to move on. Totally. I what I will do is I'll just send you the link in our chat right now. Uh, which is right there. So that's a list of our religion. That's not the updates. I think this is the, it's pretty updated. Um, it's not quite as shiny as the one that uh, Traz and Random did, but that's the one that's in my bookmarks right now. Um, and if you take a look at them and none of those gods work, we can always make a brand new god because honestly, they're showing up all the time. Totally. It's literally the land of, you know, wandering gods. You, you, you Solomon has a point. Technically, it would be Cheshire Gonzalez, cat. That that's fair. So, and I mean, Cheshire Gonzalez. That just sounds like either a Marvel superhero or a professional wrestler, or both. Okay, well, I'm just going to stew with how amazing this entire thing sounds. All right, so, um, so Krista, look at gods. We can, I can tell you more about them since you are the least knowledgeable about our homebrew of, of most of the people here. So yeah. I can sum that up for you. Okay, so is anybody using any funny accents? I need to know that right off the bat, just so we can get our accents in order. Who's British? Who's Irish? I mean, I think you're colonial British, Krista, if you're a gift. Yes. Oh, yes. Exactly. I'm kind of hyperactive toddler. Yeah, you're kind of like hyperactive toddler with a touch of like LA, I think. A little bit. Touch of California. Oh my God. Yeah. For sure, dude. All right. Tana, do you have an accent? Are you are you I a don't high think head? so. I think I I did just do a very silly German accent, so I think I'll just do like a little bit of a stiff upper brow. You've Not you've lost like it the, over the, the last upper, bit of time. <laughs> Maybe maybe what? when astral elves show up, you might you might. Um, oh yes, gotta got to revert into the oh yes, design elves. And we are we are confirming that uh, elves have 
particularly astral elves, have the Hugo weaving British accent. I think that they're legally required to. So, yes. <laughs> Yama, holy astralness. <laughs> they all they have to whisper. The they stars. can't speak at a <laughs> What are you looking at, Krista? Join me. We all got to sound like Skyrim NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you must You're look at the camera and not blink. Take an arrow to the knee. Take an arrow to the knee. Aw, who's getting engaged? Um, okay, so that is that's gonna cover that. So we're gonna be in Elos. Um, so you guys are starting in a small town. So I'm <clears throat> starting a small adventure. Let's see how it goes. Adventure structure. Um, this is gonna be a really interesting game. So for the, anybody who was looking to run this, this is a ridiculous book. For one, the NPCs are really solid in this. I'm actually really liking everybody I've come across. I've read about half of this cover, like half of this, and I've read the Astral Adventures Guide about cover to cover. Um, so this adventure is inspired by like Flash Gordon, particularly the movie, and it even encourages you to go watch the 1980 Flash Gordon movie, um, which Queen does the soundtrack for. So if you needed something to, you know, get behind, um, Let's see. It gives me, it tells me that any non-player character who is not fighting the heroes should defer to you to give you a sense that you matter. I love that it says that right up front. No. Um, end each session with a cliffhanger. And when it says paraphrase or something like that, do memorable quotes. Uh, embellish with per pertinent events or memorable quotes from game sessions. I'm thinking that I'm going to start each game session. So like... Uh, so it's like, uh, let me just show you. So after the first chapter, the second one is, bah, 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 bah. so like driven from, you know, it kind of gives a little summary of the previous episode, but I want to kind of do it like, meanwhile, in the small settlement of, you know, like that, like I want to do it like an old mm -hmm. serial. It's, it's going to be pretty great. Pretty um, you guys are going to level up, uh, only a couple of times, basically once per, per grand chapter. And, uh, which is usually like once every three, three adventures, you'll probably level up or so. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. The, the game is going to start at a coastal community. Um, that is kind of like a fishing community. Think like salt marsh. Um, they honestly suggest a couple of different options for you. Uh, salt marsh being one of them. Neverwinter is another one. Uh, oh, that so could be a fun I one. think we can easily mm. create one. Uh, do we want this to be on, on like Telusia do you, or, or Argeny, like two of the, the main continents on, uh, on Elos? Do we want to do that? So Telusia is basically kind of like the U.S. mixed with England a little bit. And then Argeny is all of the other European nations kind of crammed together. Very French. I feel like it's Telusian, if it's anything, or we can pop yeah. it in the uh, yeah, I, I the Greco, the Greek-inspired area. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? My brain if says Diony, but probably not. Oh, I don't think I can hear you guys right now. We were wondering yeah, about we were that. You about were responding that. to anything we were saying. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, that's hmm. good to know. One sec. <laughs> Are you on? Can chat hear us be. though? Chat. Yeah, I, I think everyone yeah. can hear us except Kelly. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like Chad can. I can hear you now. It, I somehow yeah, bumped yeah, yeah. the mute. I bumped the mute button. Oh, oh no. no, dear, oh dear. Did you know these things had a mute button? Yes, yes. I do now. We, we right. had like all sorts of questions and thoughts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, all way sorts through. of stuff. Oh, did you? Well, damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's so, gonna be difficult. 
All right. So what are your questions and thoughts now that I now that I can hear you? Do you want me to set you up a frame for when you do like the recap and then you can do it like black and white. So it's like old timey radio kind of thing. I kind of do. Okay, I can that do sounds that. pretty rad. I kind of mm-hmm. do. And if you could find me some yep. film reel footage that I can make Pat partially right. transparent over me, that'd be great. Yeah, I can do that. Krista. Uh, okay, so, question. Um, <laughs> yes. So, the feed I was talking about was Strike of the Giants. Yeah. Um, so, this actually kind of works better, because originally I was saying that he was like a mercenary, and he had spent a bunch of time working for a bunch of giants. But, if he ends up on Elos, and ends up being raised by giants, because I kind of imagine him being like dumped at a barracks somewhere as a mm. baby and no one knows where he's from and he was this weird hippo person or they, mm. they were this weird hippo person that everyone was like i don't know what you are um and you know they're the only gift they've ever met and but hanging mm. out with giants they're you know a little bit smaller than normal but pretty close yeah um so the, the question is is i was debating between fire giants and cloud giants cloud giants are way cooler Fire, so fire giants okay so at least elos kind of giant history and elos history are not exactly the same but the types of giant are pretty pretty similar um mm-hmm. to the books fire giants are like we make weapons we blow shit up yeah um cloud giants are like to the murder garden where we should discuss your demise <laughs> I love that and the fact that they are constantly like running off and being like but I just want to hit them I don't want to plan their demise Francis um, <laughs> you put on your bow tie and join the dinner party anime villain <laughs> yeah. now you okay, must practice throwing this rose <laughs> you throw it okay. there's an explosion how did you manage to do that <laughs> <laughs> oh there is um, also there is also a um uh a warlock patron that could be worshipped as well which is the sp- which is this um uh the glint in the west woods it is a it is a patron of guns yeah <laughs> i don't want him to be okay. too gun happy you don't want to be a patron uh, f- by glint westwood no, I feel like he's going to end up with a gun once he gets into, or what, they're going to end up with a gun once they get into space. Um, okay. But I think they're going to start without it because they're going to just use a big war hammer most of the time. See, they like I to feel... get up close and personal. You want, yeah, if you want to be raised by cloud giants, that's totally fine by me. Go to dinner awesome. parties and things like that. Um, did anybody else have <laughs> any more questions about that portion? Uh, did we figure out a name for where uh, we're starting out? Because so, I would like to... I like to throw my ID in for Roswell. I was thinking, <laughs> I think I think that's a little too on the nose. R A H Z W E H L. No, I'll, I'll say Roswell. 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 I'd be more okay with Roswell. So I've got. So I've got Dungannon, Belcherlish, Holside. Uncanny Cove or Barnacle Mouth. <laughs> I, I think Barnacle Mouth's probably right out, to be honest. As much as we love it. That's probably like the pub. Yeah, okay. Starfin. Like- yeah, Barnacle Mouth should be the pub. 
I do like Uncanny Cove. That's kind of good. But that also sounds kind of like a. It does kind of also sound like a like a pub or a restaurant too. Uncanny. Mm -hmm. Well, it it could, could, that could be a pub in the. That place. could be the inn. Yeah, Uncanny, okay. un Uncanny Cove is a thank you to Uncanny Kate who helped me get some of the info I needed to you guys about oh, your characters. Gotcha. So I was very thankful to them for helping me out with that. So thank you very much. Thank you very much, Kate. Um, I could go to a name generator for towns. Let's do this. Um, Aria, Arcala, Croydon, Krasmir, <laughs> Croydon. Narfolk, which Did is just Norfolk. Did we decide where we, which continent it was going to be on? I know we were saying like Toulouse. Mm -hmm. Probably Toulouse. Probably Toulouse. Toulouse. I'm thinking it's going to be Toulouse. Probably a dragon's mouth. Nice. Everything's okay. up by the. How do you damn spell Toulouse? Uh, T A L U S I A. You can also spell it uh, as the T A S for the Toulousean Allied States, or the or the T S A for the Toulousean State Alliance. <laughs> but uh you could be a town called solaris that just seems like that's a problem i like well but that see anacro said star fence which i like uh what's but the I, fence? Like solaris as like a star idea mm -hmm. how about st i i would say well i like uncanny cove so that's going to be in there at least in some even if there is just a cove called the uncanny cove I really right. do like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, the name is amazing. So whole side. So why don't we, why don't we, what we could do and call it star side. Sure. Or we Ooh, just call I it like star, star side. Or like star side. Um, Millie's character has a star in it already. We're kind of like doubling strange. up. Oh. I mean, it's spelled. Maybe, it's, I, maybe the town's named after me. I'm that old. Maybe. My maybe other came through at some point thought um if we have uncanny cove is the town not just called uncanny maybe it could be it could that be it's pretty cute too yeah away from uncanny please tell me they have a fish canning plant there yeah the canny <laughs> uncanny the, the, the uncanny cannery yeah yes. <laughs> well and then you go into the mine there's a mine nearby which is full of uncanny canaries <laughs> oh my god okay I love this. I really do. Okay, there's a town that I just generated called Dalmellington. And I, I feel love like it. they're our competition. Dalmellington? <laughs> they're Dal -Mellington. I feel like we hate those guys. Yeah, Uncanny is pretty good. Uncanny and really Dalmellington or whatever it was. Yeah. Dalmellington. Like there's a lot of points of a cove. <laughs> we, just call it, we call it Innsmouth. It's just you guys are in Innsmouth. No. Leeside is another one. That's kind of cute. Probably not for this, though. So you want to go... Are we going with star size or are we going with uncanny? I like uncanny. I like uncanny. You like uncanny. All right. Make a U for uncanny. Give me a thumbs up for star side. All right. Crab pinchers. Crab pinchers. Uncanny. Small town named uncanny. Sounds good. Done. I don't know why, but I picture everyone in, can in uncanny when they have, like, town meetings instead of applauding they all just like it what is it like the aspen <laughs> of like the seaside area was... oh my god we just <laughs> snap we're very good all right so let's get into the meat and potatoes of the session zero so all right so we've got it on elos it's in a place called uncanny and i will put a, a star next to that so i know uncanny star 
We could have called this. Never mind. It was going to be a dumb anime reference. Um, okay, so uh, what we're going to talk about right now is tone, themes, and content, as well as house rules. And uh, yeah, uh, these are really important to actually go through as a, as a group. So if you've never done a session zero, uh, knowing what everybody is coming to the table for is really important. So first of all, if this was a film rating, I'm thinking that this is going to be like... My want is PG-13 with some occasional R language. That sound about okay. right? Yeah. We're yeah, talking... Yeah, I can get that. But, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, a 1980s PG-13, you know? <laughs> Not a modern PG-13. You're going to have to be more specific, because I don't know what that means. Uh, occasional growth... Indiana Jones was only PG. And it had melting Nazis. Okay. And if there are any Nazis in space, we're going to melt them. Yes. As is tradition. It is Understood, the tradition yeah. of our people. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of year again. Crab, um, crab, crab. Okay, so besides that, themes. Uh, so some themes that we're going to be exploring in this are mostly going to be adventure. Um, um, probably a race against time. Um uh, gl- uh hmm, how to how to phrase this um okay this game is a pl- uh, so trying not to spoil anybody this game is a mix of flash gordon the ending of guardians of the galaxy 2 and uh, parts of guardians of the galaxy 1 that's basic and a little bit mass effect 3 so it's got a touch of like, I'm not saying that there are Reapers, but there aren't not Reapers in this. So <laughs> impending mortality might be a theme that comes up um, as well. There may be like, there may be death. So, hey, it's D&D. It happens. Cleric, mm-hmm. get 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 some diamonds. Um, all right. Wait, Does anybody... wait, I have to heal people? With the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Heal them with a the hammer. You'll come back in the next life. Oh, well. Uh, uh, what healing spells can a warlock take? <laughs> uh, a seeker, I'm not sure. Call. Yeah, I don't think I get much. I, my only spells are punch and grab. We're all gonna die. I haven't done my spells yet. I mean, game's We're not for a week die. and a half, so yeah. Um, yeah, right, not Only violence. We so, kill them before they hit us, then we win. We're fine. Yeah. So we're going to talk about lines and veils right now. So lines and veils are hard lines in the sand that like we will not cross. Uh, anybody who has any specific ones. And veils are things where we're kind of like, eh, probably prefer not to have this. Um, the generally one, ones that we have on the channel are that we don't have any type of sexualized violence. Um, or if anything like that is brought up, it's by the player's request or control. Um, and to the comfort of everybody present. That does not fit this adventure at all. Uh, I think there's probably nothing even particularly sexist about this module. Maybe some light, like, nightly chauvinism. But that's goofy and it's kind of the fantasy genre. We can get rid of that if you don't want that too. I don't care. Um, anybody have any lines or veils for for social situations? Because largely, this is an adventure module. Um, calling it Treasure Planet really kind of hits. There's going to be a lot of piracy um you guys don't get your own boat but you do get a ship that like you get full access to so that's good and you get honestly one of the best crewmates in any published material that i've ever seen ever 
Not, no, I like I don't want to upsell how cool this NPC is, but he's probably the coolest NPC in any Watsy book that's ever been published. That sounds really exciting. You'll understand when you see him. He he's worth you not getting your own ship. That's the sound of <laughs> Kelly setting the bar the bar much higher. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. No. What? Because like I could pull Christine in right now to confirm this. <laughs> well, but, I'm uh, looking forward to that. It's it, yeah. he's great. Yeah, he too. is. He's so good. He shows up in episode something. Um. So I don't um, think I I have any like ones beyond the the standard table ones around like you know sexualized violence. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Um. If anybody doesn't want to tell me publicly and wants to send me a PM later, that's also totally acceptable, and then I can disseminate it as if it was from the gods themselves. Um, and of course, uh, as with all games, if anybody ever has a problem, you can always either send a PM through the chat or you can just say, like, just be like, Hey, let's, let's fade to black. Let's cut out here type of thing. Um, mm -hmm. Krista. Um, I always like to bring this up just cause we're showing just because we air these and I like to show people that your lines don't have to always be just really bad stuff. They can be really simple things. Uh, mm. If you've watched a session zero with me before, you know, I've said this before. Um, I don't like to be told I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that's fair. I very few people like that. And it's good to it, know that we shouldn't say that to you. Yes. And, and it is a thing mm -hmm. that like, as long as like, you can like, as long as it is very clearly like an in character thing, it's fine. Um, but if like, I make a choice to do something and someone says well that was stupid why did you do that like a you know why did you use a, one ability instead of another or something like that mm -hmm. that's going to be really upsetting for me and i will probably shut down for the rest of game and struggle to come back the following week so it may be silly it may be you know it, it may seem very trivial but for me that's the thing that really sets me off and and i i i don't think that anyone in this zoom call uh would do that uh but i like to put it out there for people watching to know that if that's your kind of line it's an okay line to, to call well and i think there's a big difference between going like um krista i'm gonna say something just as right a theoretical if you don't mind yes uh, but like krista that was really dumb why did you pick that ability over that ability versus wow that was really dumb that francis tied himself to a barrel of gunpowder and blew himself up to launch himself to the other ship yeah right because like one is like the character had a stupid plan the other is the player is being attacked and you never attack yeah. the player you the character is the character doesn't actually have feelings the player no, does, yeah. You well, know? And, and and see, I think and and even that, I would I would tweak it even a little bit more yeah. to say if Tara walked up to Francis and was like, "You idiot, why did you do that?" Mm -hmm. That's different than going, "Oh my god, I can't believe Francis was so stupid to have done this." Right? Yeah, like, as long as it is in character. Yes, if it's in character difference. and clearly character to character makes perfect sense but as soon as it feels like it's coming out of character it can be a little much so well, if it means anything Breck thinks you're all a bunch of potatoes let's go play nice yes potatoes, that's my jam bring it on and i think if if you come across something where you start to feel like um 
like it's getting kind of on a nerve or something, just mention so in the chat. Um, we've started using yellow carding, which is a, a technique that I, I learned from Nordic LARPing. Uh, and it's basically just like the breaks in the break system of like, hey, I don't want to stop playing this scene, but would prefer to slow down a little bit. I'm getting uncomfortable. And being able to know when you're starting to get uncomfortable is a sign of maturity. You know, like it's nobody's going to get on you for that. Anybody else have anything else? Post the speed limit. What's yes. the, yeah, it basically posts the speed limit, right? If you're if you're like if we're having like, and I'll double check. Does anybody who does anybody care if they have a romantic subplot? No, but I it mean, might be a little weird for Mool in general. Oh yeah, well you just lean <laughs> I, away from it if you don't want it. I, I mean, love romantic. It would subplots. be incredibly funny because I feel like Mool would not know what was happening because I don't think that's how plasmoids reproduce. I'm pretty sure they just kind no, of no, like... they they do not. They they <laughs> basically like they spit into a bucket and mix their knowledge into the goo. Basically, it's pretty it's pretty cute. <laughs> So well, that could be incredibly I, humorous. And honestly, if Francis needs a sensual back massage after a, uh, a particularly intense workout, um, you know, Rex got uh, pretty good fingers. So just saying. That's why that's why he doesn't use them in combat is to keep them exactly because they're, they're married. They're not for fighting. Francis My is hands like, are... I'm going to wreck it. My hands look like this. So so their back can be nice. Yeah, yeah, but just so you can rub the little hippo ears. No. And yes, thank you, thank you, uh, uh, Deep Ashtonson. Uh, it is exactly Odo from DS9. Oh, That's what I was literally what not, I've been thinking this entire. I was trying not to make that joke, but it's it's just it's Odo. Um, okay, so if anybody else has any more lines or veils, let me know. Otherwise, um, we can move on. Um, anybody? Some favorite topics. We're all. This is kind of one I can just delete off here. I have that for like. Um, we use that a lot in the spell jammer design. Um, but I think that overall, this is a pirate adventure. This is going to be of a rating where I feel like to ask whether or not you all, like, I know that you all are okay with like fantasy violence. I know you all are okay with um, some depictions of spooky stuff. Um, but I know you all really well. I've been gaming with you and friends with you for, in some cases, decades. Um However, if you're running a session zero for yourself, it never hurts to say anybody not comfortable with any descriptions of violence, specific ones, uh, because like any like if you're talking about a torture scene, people don't like fingernail stuff or eyeball stuff or or bugs, mm -hmm. right? Like some people really get freaked out about that. And as funny as it might be to go, ah, my player has arachnophobia, so I'm going to have lots of spiders. It's actually not fun for that player, and it's everybody's supposed to be having fun, right? Unless your player is has said they're okay with it, don't you know? And like, like I am, I am a person that if you like, I don't like physical spiders. There's a lot of things that I can't handle seeing visually, but like hmm. hearing the descriptions are fine. And I on stream will go, <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes if it gets too, if like I think it happened in a couple a game a couple games ago. I don't know. I, I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna unhook. Yeah, because some of some of our games are pretty extreme, and this is going to be one of the lighter, more fun ones. I think it's yeah. this is this game's a goddamn romp, and I'm really excited. And I think that's why the internet is is divided on it because it seems like when Watsi creates a module that's really fun, like this or Wild Beyond the Witchlight, the internet's like, hmm, I'm not sure if I like this. <laughs> 
have fun in my D&D? How dare you? Um, you always want to have fun in my D&D. You kind of want that, right? This is the point. Who put this okay. fun in my D&D? I think it's in this game being a little bit more like swashbuckly than uh, than serious. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about house rules then, because I think that's probably where this is going to come in. So uh, speaking on that point, Mike, if if I describe a scene and I don't mention that there's a chandelier, you can always ask, hey, is there a chandelier? <laughs> I don't need a chandelier. I will run up the wall and then across the ceiling. OK, is there a wall or a ceiling? <laughs> there will be a confusing room if there's no walls or ceiling. OK, well, so welcome to space. But hear me out. I, Going I will use my end, bonus kneecaps. Sitting on the end of a giant warhammer to get flung across a room. Oh, the fastball special. <laughs> yeah, yeah a, a modified. <laughs> okay. Can I use my limbs like a slingshot to like yeet a fellow? Uh, well, let's a talk about particularly this. Particularly small, three foot seven. Can we use one? your children as projectiles in combat? <laughs> yes, probably. They won't know any better, literally, because I don't think they will have put the knowledge in there. I have so many concerns now. Um, Just give them so, little knives. They'll be fine. So as far as house rules are concerned, we don't use many. Um, but uh, so we do the the rule of cool, basically. If something sounds good, I'll make you roll for it. If it sounds good, it works. Okay, cool. Um, inspiration. Um when I give you a point of inspiration, I'm not going to give you one standard every episode, but when I give you one for doing something rad, um, I let you use it before or after a roll. It's an extra d20. Um, if somebody uses silvery barbs, there's a specific modification to the spell that I use or an interpretation of the spell, but that's if somebody takes that. Um, death saves. Um, now, this is one that is controversial, and I want to make sure everybody signs in on this. Uh, when people do death saves, originally it was you make a death save, and that's your, basically your turn. Um, I do a modified version of it and have for the last few games that I've ran where when it's your turn in combat and you are in death saves before you make your roll, you have to give me a memory of you have to give me a, a moment that you are hanging on for something in your past, something that you want to do, either a memory or a goal for the future. Um, it's a way for me to give you a spotlight for a minute so that you're not just sitting the entire combat out. If you cannot give me a memory or a goal or something, you're going to roll your death save with disadvantage because you have nothing to live for. And you've just told me you have nothing to live for. Um, if you actually give me something very moving, I might give you advantage on this because gosh darn it, you gotta live. Um, so is this, first off, is this a rule you guys want to do? I like it. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm okay with it. Yep. Number two, do I roll your death saves or do you? Because that's the other controversial one. Uh, a lot of people like me to roll death saves for you because then you never know when you're going to die. I'm, I really like that, mm, to be honest. I'm okay with you doing it, but... People are mixed. Does anybody dislike it? Just tell me flat out. So, Krista, you made a face. I I am between it. I'm not like... If, if it's the way everyone wants to go, totally down. Not a problem. Um, I like to have it in my own hands and if i kill my character it's me and my dice's fault <laughs> okay yeah exactly i feel like it's nice it being you know our doing when our character dies even if it's you know like rocks fall everyone dies roll death saves yeah. uh, at least we rolled the de the death saves that that feels like an important part 
Okay. If, if that's what you want to go with for this adventure, we can do that. Yeah. Um, do we, putting... we, do we want to kind of split the difference and say that like we roll them, but we don't say anything to the rest of the cast? I think that that sounds good. PM me oh, if you're yeah. going to roll them. Okay. And so keep it secret, keep it safe. That way it keeps the tension. Because that's on one screen. of the big things, yeah, right? I really like that. Because otherwise it's like, Francis, you're the only one that can heal them. That's fine. They just succeeded their second save. They'll be up next round. They've got no failed death saves. I'm going to keep fighting. Exactly. Right? Because right? that, mm-hmm. that people play the game like that. Because it's like, well, you wouldn't know that. Like you wouldn't, you yeah. just see the arterial spray, you know? Um, so I'm fine with, with you doing that and just keeping it secret. So secret death, PC secret death saves. Okay. So we'll use that modified rule. Um, so, can, uh, next- can we have an opt out option? An like opt-out? if, uh, if we don't want to roll, say you roll it as yeah, you can say, message? you can say roll it. You can say roll it for me. Okay. But you'll have to do it every time just so, yeah, so that it is, it is a special. Um, yep. Okay. So, um, nat 20s and nat 1s. Uh, so, nat 20s, just a quick reminder, they are an automatic hit. They are an automatic critical on a hit. Uh, they are not an automatic success on a skill check. Just so you know, that is core rules. Um, mm-hmm. However, I also, nat 1s are not fails. Uh, well, they are in my games because that's more fun. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, a nat 1 is going to be a botch. Uh, that's a rule we use. I also... Um, use them on saving throws. A nat 20 on a saving throw means that you do not take any effects from the saving throw. Period. If you would normally take half damage, you take none. You got a nat 20 on your save. However, Hmm. if you get a nat 1, you were vulnerable to that damage. Double damage. Which, if you're vulnerable to the damage you botched on, that could be really bad, but I think it's only ever happened once. Times four, criminy. Yeah. So, uh, so, so long as you guys are okay with that, I think it raises the stakes because when you get a nat 20 on a fireball roll, it's like, and then suddenly Elton John's playing in the background. I'm still standing. You know, it's, uh, and you got then, one hit point. The, the, <laughs> shock, the, the shock that you get when you roll a nat 20 on something and you say that it's not a success. Right. That's, that's great and on like, skills. Yeah. I like that, like, oh that, no that watch on the the saving throw too because it definitely makes you know the the standard issue fireball into melee combat well i know my friend has this many hit points they'll be fine uh much less of a guarantee yeah friendly fire is a thing um so what we have also been doing is so we have channel points that can be bought on twitch so for those of you who are tuning in for this as your first dork tales game um you will hear me say three of the following things pretty regularly Hurt them more, um, something good happens, or um, uh, drama, actually four things, drama bomb or determination. So determination is a, the chat can spend points, uh, which are collected by watching. It's not a pay thing um, yet. <laughs> no, it's not a pay thing. Um, I would love to get paid every time someone uses a determination. That'd be great. Um, but what determination is, it's a little token. It'll show up on the screen. It looks like, if you're watching live, you'll be able to see. It looks like that, but it'll be a different color. When somebody Actually, spends... I haven't seen it yet. I'm just being surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It's very nice. So <laughs> when you spend that, you get your proficiency bonus again on a roll. Even if you already had it on it, whatever your proficiency bonus is gets tacked on. Um, you cannot add it 
after I tell you if you succeed. You can do it after you roll. So you can roll and be like, I got a 15. You know what? Just to be safe, let's make that an 18. You can do that. But before, once I tell you it fails or, or succeeds, you can't. You can only ever have one at a time um, is another thing. Uh, hurt them more basically is the chat buying me the ability to cheat in my favor. I can use it to do things like do extra damage, get extra attacks, regenerate hit points. I don't have to tell you what it does. I can just use it to give you disadvantage on things. Um, it's basically just to balance it out because there are five of you and D&D 5e is actually a pretty easy game compared to previous editions. This is mm. this kind of ups the ante and makes it good. Uh, something good happens is I can use my discretion to make something good happen. Oh, we accidentally held on to the magic item. Yes, Mike, what's up? Do you have an upper limit on your hurt them more? Because I've seen times where people uh, drop like five, five or six of them. I'm like, so now everything Kelly's rolling is like re-roll, re-roll. So there's like, uh, 10 per session is the max. Uh, I believe it is 10, 10 of those, six hurt them, or probably six something good happens. I think we're five. I think I think you get half as many of those. Uh, determination can be bought three times per person per game is what it works out to or something like that. Um, per viewer, you mean? You per, no, I think I think I've calculated by by a number of like five players, I think. But oh, so theoretically you could, so you have 15 max or whatever. I think it's like 50, something like that. It's like 10 or 15. Okay. Um, I'll double check in a minute. And then, um, uh, for dra drama bombs, the other one, which basically just makes me make whatever scene you're in more dramatic. Like, ah, I've seduced this bar wench time to enjoy the fruits of my labor. <laughs> what are you doing with my wife? <laughs> it's more dramatic, but the, if you roll well, it could be done, more fun. Done. Oh yeah, you when want I spent to join? Last... No, no spoilers, but oh my god, yeah, that last was night so for Call good. of the Nether Deep. <laughs> I believe you know me. Oh, I know you all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that uh, was rough. Uh, Thank you, Robin, for being such a good sport about that. Yeah, that was, that was so good. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, uh, with that, we've gotten most of the basics out of the way. Now it's time to talk about character interaction and uh, I guess, how long do you want to have been traveling together? What do you think? Well, I found that Rex's uh, backstory is he was a pirate, so I kind of get the feeling he's been going from coastland to, to different ports and stuff like that, so it's pretty natural for him to move around. Okay. Mm hmm uh, so be easy, is... easy to meet up with people. Yeah, so same he a, with Francis. Is he a pirate or a privateer? Is he is he <laughs> is he stealing from people or is he punching pirates? Because that's legal. He is a uh, treasure acquirer. Okay, that sounds good. Um, why? How about you guys met when whatever passenger vessel you were on was attacked by worse pirates, <laughs> and you had to that join works. up. Like, you were on a cruise. You won tickets on a cruise from Uzi Land or something. It's like one of those Uzi, <laughs> Uzi princess cruises. Ah, uh, the Uzi Boozy Cruzy. I remember I the Uzi love Boozy it. Yes, which is different than the than the booze cruise. Yeah, of course, of course. This In, in this cruise, the, the booze is the ooze. It's very confusing. Okay. I don't know so, why they put the winning sticker what? on the bottom of the cup. I spill it every time. Yeah, I know. Usually, you should, you should, you should just roll up the rim normally. Um, 
Okay, so that works. So you guys have been uh, for at least one adventure? Sure. Couple months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Couple yeah, months? I feel like we know each other well enough to have inside jokes, but not well enough to like know everything about each other. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so. That sounds good. Okay, so I'm going to say pirates. You fought pirates. Uh, did you have an undersea adventure in one of the sea elf kingdoms? fun yeah uh, given please? the opportunity goodness i mean i do have a swim really speed yeah you might as well <laughs> i think i Gif- might too i need to double check gift giffer giffer rough man like oh, they are I, can i interrupt for a quick question on gift um yeah. so in the original stat block i was using they got um three points to put into attributes so either two and one or one 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 um now yeah. in this in the upgrade that you sent me or the update that you sent me that has the firearms mastery and the astral spark so um it doesn't include any it, of that so um basically that's it, it does but it's not telling you that it does so all races now have that there's a section at the beginning that says all races get that oh they, they just it. they wanted okay. to streamline like publishing so totally. it's now Makes just sense. every race gets two and one and they always get their own language and common so it's it's pretty it's pretty good that way. Um, okay, cool, good to know. I just wanted to because I had already built all my stats and stuff, and then I was like, oh no. So no, and so that's the main map. So I have a map that actually has whatever. I have a map somewhere that has whatever elven cities exist off the coast. It's like Zertoka or something like that. Zertoka, yeah, it's, that's what it's gonna be. It's, the adventure of Zur Aymar. Okay, I'll I'll spell that out for you later. Okay, so uh, what else did you do? Let's have let's say you did on three adventures before this. So uh, sunken elf city, pirates, and uh, what do you, th- what do you think? Yeah, Iced? I was about to say something where we got in real trouble. Uh, had love heist. That's why we're hiding in Uncanny Cove. So you had to steal mm-hmm. from a triton, an abolith, a uh, a water dragon, a... Do we want to have it be more inland and that's why we're hiding on the coast? Hmm? Maybe we were you? simply just misled and we stole some sacred artifact of some fancy church and now they're out to, you know, cause us trouble. Okay. Uh, Millie, that's your idea. So can you do me a favor and roll me a die? Oh sure. Uh, can you roll me a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. Okay, yes. can you do me a favor and roll me uh, three? Flip me a coin first if you have a D2, so odds and even. I don't, but I'll do a D4. Yeah, do me a D4, and if you roll a four, you stole from an evil god instead of... I rolled a one. Okay, so roll me 3D10 and tell me what you get. Because that's how many gods we have. And I will just count down. So, So roll 3D4 and subtract three. Okay, so then... Or, so pardon me, not 3D, 3D, 10, 3D10, 3D10, 3D10. Yeah, so I'm I have down. 17. 17, so you stole from... Uno, dos, tres, 
Okay, do it in English, Kelly. You're going to forget halfway through. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Well, you either stole from Beatrice, the goddess of cities, or Machios, the god of strength. Did we steal Machios, like, commemorative gloves? The punching gloves of Machios? It was a commemorative belt or a commemorative plate set? Commemorative plate set of Machios. Yeah. Because then it dropped it. Because then it's like, is it a commemorative plate set that you eat off of, or like a weight set, like like a a a no? This is like this is is like the Star Trek. Well, but the thing is, it's Machios, so it's like the Star Trek plates, but each one of them is at least forty five pounds, and has a hole in the middle. (laughs) Which makes best of both worlds. Yes, basically like from the Franklin Mitt. You're exactly right, Lost Crack. Did we break (laughs) one or just? Steal it. Roll a die, Amy. Give me a d20. I mean, they're pretty happy. One second. They tried to eat off them, and then they just fell into the ocean. I mean, they have a whole... Oh, that's right. I got a 12. You got a 12? fell into the ocean. You didn't break one, but it got dropped into the ocean. All right. Oh, no. And it sunk because it has a hole in it. Of course. Is that what led us into our underwater adventure? Yes. Did someone underwater pick up the plate and we tried to go retrieve it to return it because we wanted to get Machios off our back? Yes, you you had to fight a, st- a very swole Triton. Or alternatively, a bunch of very swole Koatoa. The Swolatoa. <laughs> Koa Swola. Is it real, is it sw- real chill Kola fish Swolatoa? people? I love it. Is it Swolatoa? Is it Swolatola or Kola Swola? Swolatola sounds better. Swolatoa. You were right first time. Yeah. Swolatoa. Okay, so a bunch of Koatoa. That, and the thing is about Koatoa, they, when they believe they, something... They never, ever skip leg day. They never... Well, no, they don't. Um, they When they believe something so hard, they can dream gods into existence. So I think they, they dreamed that they had really nice calves. And, like, you had a small army of very buff Koatoa that you had to deal with. We don't talk about how it how it resolved though. Okay, that's cool with me. Maybe uh, it didn't I resolve. D- Maybe they're just out there being very very buff fish. <laughs> Do it doing doing salmon ladders. Oh my god, salmon ladders! Oh jokes, BC. Is that why the canary pops up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Um, it's like one of speaking... those in your feed and families for months. Jason Swolotoa. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so what, what were you going to say? What were you of gods, um, I, so you only have one god of zeal. Um, A lot of them could do zeal though, so if you find like one who's like quick write-up sounds good, let me I know. No, because are there any in particular that, that... Which one? Which one were you looking storm at? Storm giants like? You say storm giants or cloud giants? Cloud giants, sorry, cloud giants. I mean, Vela is definitely zeal. She she's a bit of a yeah. bitch. I'm not gonna lie. Um, she's she's <laughs> this ver. She she's like a a less. I mean, it's not much to say that less sexual than Zeus, but um, she she's she she's about she's Zeusy. Um, she's mm-hmm. Lucy Goosey Zeusy. Um, you could be a a cleric of Algorithmo, the god of algorithms. 
Um, yes. But I mean, a lot of them could could do zeal. Like, what what's the vibe of the god you're thinking of? Like, if you if you shut your eyes, I'm, what I'm are, feeling. What? I'm feeling very like chaotic good. Chaotic good. I mean, that's pretty yeah. easy to sort by. So there's Demzies, the god of the sea. Okay. Um, who's a pretty new new ish god by the time this game come came around. He's okay. basically Brendan Fraser from The Mummy. Okay, I'm on board. Yeah, everybody's on board. Uh there's so chaotic good. There's Kazan, the god of adventure, who may or may not be uh Kazmarea, the goddess of travel in drag. <laughs> who, okay, like, yep, very good. She literally puts on up, puts on she basically sheiks up like Zelda. And goes yep. and adventures away from her dwarvish husband. Spectacular. So she's, she's pretty great. She'd be very zealous. Um, uh-huh. uh, more chaotic good. Uh, also Kazmaria, the goddess of travel. Uh, chaotic good. Or we could make one. Um, I, I I could I could be persuaded to demesis 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 like you're saying Dem-sies. like patrick demesis demesis no because he's a sea god and it's demesis got that's, it that's part of the joke yeah you got it yes okay i Understood. do appreciate the idea that demesis and machios are like the big gods in our situation in our they're on the coast i don't say situation but scenario but i feel like situation scenario. is still appropriate we're not so, in a situation we are the situation <laughs> that's true <laughs> So uh, I mean, really, we don't have yeah. good situational awareness, though. There's really only way, one way out of this situation, and that's to have like some UFO like pluck us off of the planet. But that'll <laughs> never happen. Never. I don't know what you're not. talking about. So besides that, um, other ones that a UFB, unidentified flying boat. Uh. So the other one that could, I mean, you could be with Mitna, the goddess of victory. It's like Nike, but evil. Eh. Eh. Uh, I, I like I, I can get down with a god of tempest because that feels kind of like I was kind of leaning like okay what's tempest oh, what's war shit you know what um so storm giants actually really dislike Vela the storm the storm Cloud goddess giant? Cloud both they actually okay. really dislike Vela for for a number of reasons Demzies okay. and Vela are in a war right now so a lot of cloud giants have switched sides perfect Demzies it is. Uh, Demzies. Uh, and that actually was created by Shulton, uh, our, uh, our, our former, uh, divine producer who is now the world building producer. So hell yeah. Demzies. <laughs> Ship name, the situation, the situation. I'm thinking that's almost a party name at this point that, oh no, we can't be the situation. We can't, we can't, I can't, I can't relive. I can't live Jersey Shore? in Jersey Shore anymore. <laughs> All of you guys are like the first Jim Tan around. level. Jim Tan level. <laughs> more Jersey Shore, more like Jersey Short. <laughs> oh, Jersey Short. Um, okay. So, anything else that we should talk about? Uh, I don't know. I have a question about the rules about my character's creature classification because yes. I, unless they've changed something in the official release they're classified as an ooze and not a humanoid yes which you are specifically there's only a couple spells that that in, impacts but mm-hmm. there are some that specifically say humanoid did we have a opinion on that or are we cool with just so that is kind of a rough one right so with that with the 
like prior to the creature would work but hold humanoid would not work sort of thing the hold person wouldn't work yeah exactly. Right? i guess the question is like would that work from like a narrative standpoint because you're a player yeah technically this spell should work on you but that's part of the joy of being an ooze it's it's yeah. almost a it's a bonus right so like you are yeah, immune and there to are certain specific, effects and and there's certain spells that are like extra damaging because they're an ooze so mm -hmm. i don't know if anyone wanted to chime in on that i don't I know just if, looking, i would picture a, a whole person spell would be like uh the t1000 when he got frozen and then he'd start to like slowly melt away into like a new puddle and then reform from that kind of so, yeah it's it, like i'm not a solid person so if your spell it, is essentially to like it wouldn't oh. hold you it would just slow you down for a bit while you okay. change your formation yeah i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say no if something says that unless i see a rule that contradicts me and please if you'd like to in the comments if you know uh with some of these newer books if they there is something that shows up because this did happen a couple times in um wild beyond the witchlight where they change things to fey templates and then i'm like oh you actually can do things that you couldn't do before because this is a fey creature so yeah. it it seems like no you're right um as the so that would work for you and then cheshire is a construct yeah so okay. as a construct she would not be affected by hold person as well if i'm not mistaken but i think maybe she'd take more damage from shatter is she considered a creature nope. what are warforged considered warforged are considered creatures so anything that is okay. any character is a creature um but i'd have to look up the exact you know what i've got the php yeah. like literally right here let me just double check this so let's check so shatter would yeah, not be as sure much about cure because cure so, wounds does just say creature. So glitchlings are designed to be able to be healed. It just yeah. says that in their write-up. It does. Uh, specifically, they but can they can also heal themselves, right? Um, With like a tinker's kit or something? Ooh, I didn't read that. I'll have to look over what you sent me again. Yeah, so I believe that glitchlings can, glitchlings can be healed. That is definitely in their mm -hmm. write-up. Um, so cure wounds specifically states, I know this is super engaging television, uh, a creature you touch, uh, has no effect on undead or constructs except glitchlings and warforged. Oh, interesting. Okay. So because they but are expected to be players, it's sort it's, of, it's written, it's usually written okay. to the write up. I'm pretty sure. And gotcha, autonomes gotcha, gotcha. can also heal with mending. That is correct. Absolutely. Right. Cool. Good things to know. Neat. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'll just double check. Glitchling. That's pretty sick because mending is just cantrip. Yeah, I was going to say that's amazing. Good job, autonomes. Uh, so glitchling. I'm just going to double check. Living construct. You were created to benefit from several spells to preserve life, but normally don't affect construct. Cure wounds, healing word, mass cure wounds, mass healing word, and spare the dying. Dying all work on you. But it doesn't look like I can heal myself. So it doesn't look like you can do that, but you get a bunch of other cool stuff. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool things. Uh, hmm. Also... So they list the exact... I, I would point out that reincarnation, resurrection, and true resurrection are not on this list. Neither is revivify. 
So Ooh. I'm not. That's neat. So don't die. Don't die, fam. You get you get one shot. Literally. Uh, one opportunity. Oh, but then again, um, if you look at so revivify says a creature that died. It does not say anything about no effect. So that's probably why it isn't listed. Oh, but okay. but that also just don't die. Sense. Just don't die. Um, <laughs> and for those of you who are wondering, Glitchling is an Unearthed Arcana race that has just been put out. It looks like they're hinting at maybe doing Dark Sun. Uh, Glitchlings are humanoid constructs that come from uh, where the Modrons come from, the the plane of order. Yeah, merger, merger of magic and machine. Being human-like creatures made from a merger of magic and machine. More than meets the eye. Jeez. All right. So with that, any other things that we want to talk about? I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's, it's gonna. It's yeah, gonna be I think that that's about it. I want to go finish character creation now that we we have more more details. It's gonna be mm -hmm. great. Adventuring group random mm -hmm. name generator. I need to do all my spells and stuff. I've never played oh, a druid right. before. We do need. We do Ooh. probably need a name. The sea snakes. The... You could be the C team. No. Oh my God. You could be the C word. No. Um, you could be. You could be Squidward's five. Uh, you could be four dancers and a tiefling. Wow, this is really on this list, huh? This. I just I used a generator. The slippery anchors. Jeez. These aren't getting okay. better. Have we been known to? take things and pawn them. Is that kind of our vibe? You want to be the pawn Are stars? We... Every chance I, I get. I want to be the hawkers, like Jim Hawkins. Ooh, that means we can like spit loogies. That too. All right, we'll tell you what, tell you what, we'll put in, we'll, I'll put hawkers. <laughs> I I still think the silver, the silver standard is the, is a great name as well. Also, get, treasure also very good. Also, yeah, you, you got me on that. Yeah. The silver standard's pretty good. That's really <laughs> good. <laughs> All right. I mean, that, that, that does kind of sum, sum us up. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not yeah, the we're, best. We're not we're getting gold medal. You hit the bar like really high, but not too high. Because I am only three foot seven. <laughs> I'll throw you over. <laughs> I, Thank you. I have, I have yet again played a giant race. You could be the I, first race. Gifts, I feel like we, we need to stack ourselves in order of height. We're going to be like an exponential graph. <laughs> I, I have I, once again he, played an anime girl. Yes. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> so As I, is tradition. And it so, is once again my dump stat. Terzelta uh, has suggested the sophisticates. So, so, so fishticates. And I have suggested the first rates, as in the pirates and first rates combined. Oh I, I do like first rates. The I microfiche. Like... Oh, <laughs> God. All right. I still really like Silver, silver Stand. Bounty Ink. Squid yes, Ink. And my brain thinks incoming. You could be I Squid Ink. Oh, my God. Squid Ink. My dog just went uh. off about something. I don't know what it was. Squid Ink. All right, Squid Ink. I'll, I'll put that on. We know we'll do a poll. We'll do a poll. Okay. Okay. There you go. Um, uh, we're gonna end what, up with 
party mcparty face or something you can change it in game people aren't paying for tickets it's <laughs> true oh my god Every time we introduce ourselves, it says a new party name, and none of us remember what the last one was. <laughs> We're the guardians of the neighborhood. <laughs> Constantly <laughs> arguing about what we call ourselves. Guardians of the we, gangplank. I'm also good at this. We, we didn't all have a different name for the party. <laughs> yeah, we're the Yaboys. We just collectively invent one before stream starts every second and just pretend yes. it was always the name. I. I think that. <laughs> how about ship it? <laughs> yeah, uh, ship uh, it. The ship happens. Yep. We're, we're we're the ship it's and we're always whispering about people on the ship we think should get together. <clears throat> All right, so no. y'all keep keep posting in our private chat about this as you think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the crazy five. Oh God. We'll, we'll just make up a big random table. Yeah. I like how we keep going up with fish and ocean-related night, but we're gonna be in space. Yep. We, On a we ship, up fish and fish-themed. <laughs> I mean, nothing says it has to be fish-themed. Fish Gordons. <laughs> why? Why is it when you said that I suddenly heard the Queen song start playing in my head? Yes. Correct. What? What name was this? Fish Gordons. Fish Gordons. Oh no! Fish Gordon is like this. The Fish Gordon is, is a guy that can you owe we, money to. I was gonna say, can we meet Fish Gordon? <laughs> is that one of the the, the crow Swoltoas? He might be Jason Swoltoas. <laughs> another one. Right? Jason Swoltoas. Jason Swoltoas. <laughs> the Abyssal Wanderer is naughty. Wanderer is a naughty time. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like a hoy crew. The, the gang, the gang planks. Ship happens. Hoy <laughs> crew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Starfish. Starfish. Oh dear. Why is it all fish? You could be the you could be the sea stars. Because we come from uncanny. That smell does not get off. All right. <laughs> Who's the captain? I'm impressed we got so many so many sea puns here. They're really kind of efficient. <laughs> yeah, there's, the, there's a lot of them. Who, who, who is the who is the captain, and why is it probably Tana? The only one with sensibilities. Correct. Do I do have a really fancy captain's hat, but it looks pretty dominatrixy. So I don't know if that's quite the right vibe. Ah. I I think that's probably the right vibe. <laughs> yeah, but wearing a blue wig and a really giant hat seems like a terrible decision. That sounds like I don't know about you, but that sounds I'm awesome. Fan directly <laughs> at my face. Um, I'd be very happy when it's winter. Ralph, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, you guys don't want to be the sea the C section. Yeah, um, peer pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uncanny the uncanny stars is a pretty starboard. good one dark oh, ice nine starboard. star starboard's pretty great oh, God. yeah i think we just need to take all of these down and just put them in red like just have a, a name in the hat and whenever we name ourselves we pull it out no we'll dark start putting it on the wikipedia page. Dark side of the we'll just keep yeah. adding to it there we go oh, yeah, yeah. No, don't right. add to it. Just swap it out every time. <laughs> make make more things for for the wikis to do. 
they're not busy enough um all right so i think i think that that is probably good then unless we have anything else we want to chat about so um so folks join us not this weekend this weekend is extra life tabletop appreciation weekend where we're going to be raising money for six sick kids come and join us for that uh but next week uh on the 28th of august we are going to be starting at noon pacific time uh and that is going to run uh about every bi-weekly it's we're doing it on the hmm, on the 28th and the 4th and then we're bi-weekly from there um unless some surprise event happens so i hope you join us for that it's going to be a lot of fun uh we got 12 episodes of fun here uh and I really am enjoying this set, this setting. They've made things very easy. Uh, also, one thing that you'll be learning, it's its one of my favorite things. Is they've done a bunch of rules to make like spaceships, space astral sea ships function. And its they have this thing called a gravity line, which is like the way gravity functions on the ship. Mm-hmm. And it's just a line that goes through the hull, like the very bottom of it. However, it's two-sided. So you can walk on the top or the bottom side of gravity, fine. So you can literally walk on the bottom of a ship in space. The upside down. Pretty cool. Amazing. And Clearly we up... need to do that to board ships dramatically. Well, and they came exactly. up with two rules because what happens if two ships hit each other, which gravity works? And it's it's a genius little mechanic and it's which ship has the most hit points. <laughs> That's literally it. So it's like bigger ship or more damaged ship, like like your less damaged ship. Mm-hmm. Boom, there you go. It's so easy, and I love it. Um, but we're going to be getting more into that as we play. The first episode is going to be mostly landbound. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I really look forward to seeing you all in costume. It is going to be a lot of fun. Pointed uh, look at Krista. Pointed look at Krista. <laughs> you, you swore an oath. Hang on. Wait, we'll just... I'm just going to... Oh my god. <laughs> We're totally fine. This is this is awesome, isn't it? You're, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to work on that. Yeah, the scale's a little good. off. The scale's a, yeah. yeah. Better, better. Oh, better? You're gonna have to move your microphone, but we'll see how we can do this. That that good? That's better. Because you you know you can order a green screen mask with eye holes, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I've used that in games before. It's pretty creepy. Um, <laughs> I feel like if you use the puppet, you should be there and just also go venture. Just also. <laughs> but the puppet needs the outfit, so. Yeah, exactly. The puppet, the puppet needs, the needs to be very fancy. So you, you need to go on like a toddler site and buy a toddler Henley to dangle off of that thing. <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right all right so folks that's going to be it for us tonight thank you so much for tuning in to episode our session zero of spelljammer the light of xerixis or however it's pronounced 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 it's definitely it is a fantasy word who cares um so uh folks we're gonna be jumping into that thank you so much for joining me players um why don't we do a quick round starting uh with uh with mike we'll work our way backwards uh say who you are where we can find you mike uh i have been michael and uh you can find me this weekend doing stuff with uh extra life and dork tales we'll be having a fun all weekend long so stay tuned on this channel and uh yeah you'll be, be up to all sorts of hijinks with us. Sounds good. Millie. 
Oh, hi, I'm Millie and or Bunny Hearted over at twitch.tv slash Bunny Hearted, where I am a retro-styled nonsense bunny girl VTuber doing my best to make a warm, welcoming, and inclusive space that I would love to welcome you to. So pop by sometime if you want to. Uh, until next time, though, I'll be back here on Friday for two Extra Life games. I'm real excited about it. It'll be great. Cat. Hey, I'm Cat, and I am also a distinctly bunny-ish VTube um, streamer. We, because there should be more chanting, of them. Chanting, chanting. <laughs> you can find me over uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Captain Starbun, where I primarily do a lot of sci-fi um, or uh, story stuff, but we'll soon be getting into some makers and crafting stuff too. So, Ooh. yeah. All right, Krista. Hi, I'm Krista. Um, my mic's really far away. Hi, uh, I'm Krista. Uh, you can mostly find me here. Uh, you can find us especially on our Patreon when I run Strixhaven and it's nonsense and you should definitely come watch everybody just make out with random people. That's Blah. what that game has become. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it, it started that way, let's be honest. It started. It's quite delightful though. It's delightful. Um, and otherwise, yeah, on Extra Life, we're uh, on sa uh, Saturday. I'm running The Quiet Year. Michael's going to be in that one. Uh, and then we're running um, uh, Followed by The Witch is Dead, uh, which I'm very excited about. And I have $250 from Terra into So Chaos. So, yeah. Or you can find me on TikTok at JahistaFX. Do it. And our, and our TikTok is uh, Christy. You're on our TikTok. I'm so. I'm I'm getting back into the swing Get of things. I'm editing some stuff. There's some there's some. There, if you aren't on our Patreon, and you want to see some Strixhaven stuff. It is up on our TikTok, uh, and I'm gonna put the uh, Keiko remix up on TikTok pretty soon. Beautiful. That's also that's all on our Spotify now. So that's good. Um, and Amy. Hi, I'm Amy. Um, I am very much excited to look the play Mool when we get the chance, and I will also be doing some extra life stuff this weekend. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash where I am attempting to try and do more streaming, mostly video games, mostly nonsense and chaos, and it's a good time. And you can also come find me hanging out on our Dork Tales Discord, because I kind of live there. You, you run that town. I do. I do. I like it. It's a good place. Nice. And, uh, I'm Kelly. This is, this is, this is me. This is what I do. This is, this is what I do for a living. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, also I run to quickly, uh, shout out, uh, our artist Kiyoshiki for doing amazing work really quickly. Like I said, uh, go support her, like buy all of her stuff. And also to shout out Mike who did all the graphic design for this, redesigned the Spelljammer logo, made it all sexy and sweet. Uh, this is not even the final form of our overlay frame. Um, they are going to be much sexier because I've already seen some temps of, of things that, that he's been working on um if, if it looks good on dork tales it is either because of mike or because i copied something mike did and tweaked it to make it slightly different because mike was busy <laughs> kelly just admitted he is stealing my artwork hmm. yes yes i did we have a gentleman's agreement sir fine fine i'll just go and make better stuff then that'll make it it's, harder for you to steal it's really, it really does make it harder <laughs> it does make it harder um so uh, i also wanted to thank everybody who is tuning into this i uh, hope you come and enjoy the episode uh and if you are interested in doing some support quick reminder that dork tales is a full-time gig uh and you can help make it a little bit easier by going to patreon.com slash dork becoming a patron where you get exclusive perks you also can get your name shouted out if you're one of the the big time 
sometimes special VIP top tier people uh, like my world building uh, producer Shulton, my divine producer DM Michael Gray, my demonic producers Soul Omen and Precarious, and my princes of the Patreon, uh, the Traveler, Amberthist, uh, Eolus the Forever Cleric, Cubby Gummy, Trizelta, Buddy, and Taryn. It's also where you will get first crack at watching episodes of... of uh, uh, Strixhaven, which Krista runs very, very charitably there, um, which we'll be releasing to everybody else sometime in like October or November. There's a three-month advanced grace period, uh, and it is also where you're going to be getting advanced copies of um, uh, the podcast that we're recording, Dork Tales the Podcast, which is ridiculous. There's a large spider right now in the game, but he's a nice guy, or maybe he wasn't. I don't know. It's kind of a plot thing. Uh, and the greatest bartender in history is in that game. It's great. Yes. Yes. Um, so hopefully you'll do that. Also, you get other perks like a podcast every month, which I got to go record next week, uh, and at least one pre-recorded episode that nobody else gets to see. And we've got other stuff in the works for perks coming soon um so yeah take a look patreon.com slash dorktales it's worth it and so are you um and now that i've shilled that out oh we're back up to 99 patrons oh i've got 99 patrons but a bitch ain't one no sure none of us are except for maybe eh. me. i mean i'm one and like i'm uh i appreciate the three of you are patrons that's lovely it's always great when your friends do that <laughs> and the other two were patrons at one point and then you went back to school yeah <laughs> Give me your dollar a month again, cat. <laughs> no, I love you all very much. I really, I, I, I wanted to say this again because I think it's really important to acknowledge this. Uh, I was doing a bunch of editing on Strict, uh, not Strict Saving, on uh, Nether Deep episode twelve, and we had a ton of technical issues, so I was editing tons of things out of the YouTube, and honestly, that normally puts me in like kind of a stressy, like oh, not another edit, but. I had to spend about an hour and a half editing that video and it was just lovely being reminded how much I love spending time with all of you. Like, I mean, obviously yeah. these are different friends, but like, I love spending time with you. I love doing this as my job. You all are amazing. And thank you for being with me on this space adventure. <laughs> all right. Uh, so with that, we'll see you next time. But until then, we're going the only place the capitalists can't find us. Space. Space. Uh, I love Tim Curry. Uh, have a great uh, night, everybody. We will see you, uh, I guess, for Extra Life, but back for Spelljammer. Bye. Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis, is a Dork Tales production. It stars Amy Godfrey as Mool Plava, Michael Eilat as Rec Felnar, Camille J. Kerfuffle as Tana Starbell, Katrina McGee as Cheshire, and Krista Mitchell as Francis Ponsby. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Thieves by Dark Fantasy Studio. And our closing theme is A Journey to the World, also by Dark Fantasy Studio. For a full list of music, check the show notes below. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the Great and Powerful. Our demonic producers, Jade the Maker of Monsters, and Bracarius, our fun but evil Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Eolus the Forever Cleric, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, and The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom, Bob Kessler, who's along for the ride, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, and Chef Aladeth. 
our level 10 heroes, Nacro the Straw Hat Devil, George Sibley, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, and Heavy Metal and Tea, our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first-time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arach Nikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280DTC Nerd, Lockgen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Andrew Rogers, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazang, Clay, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, Roman Ash, The Dixon Three, Ash Wolf, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Saravant and Sophistine, Whistler, DM Shari, and Empath Naga. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Ba Tran, Willem and Isolda, Just Andy, EJ, Ashley Johnson, an insomniac veterinarian, Stevo's Gaming Dungeon, Creax, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hey Liz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Matt B., and Catherine Petricelli. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.